Welcome to the Roundtable, the show that brings you the latest in the worlds of football, basketball, and gambling. Now, let's get to it. Here are your hosts, Brad Wakai and Tyson Gentry. Welcome in to the Roundtable. I'm Brad Wakai. That's Tyson Gentry. We have another bonus episode for you all today. We're talking golf baby a little small ball and why maybe we talking golf tyson well we're, we're huge golf guys first and foremost like we we talk about it we discuss it we bet it every week we want to share a little bit of love out there for golf and i think if you're kind of getting into betting this is a really fun market to try to handicap and get into yourself i have a couple buddies who have t- they text me nonstop, like hey who are we on this weekend and i know it's the same for you i, I think golf uh weirdly enough is maybe the most fun one the golf is like Betting golf is different because you don't have to pick a winner. You can, you can pick somebody to finish in the top 40 and you can make money. And it's uh, parlaying golf is much different, right? Than putting together the same game parlay in the NFL. You need all of these variables uh, to go right for Gabe Davis to catch a touchdown, uh, Devin Singletary to have 100 yards, and Josh Allen to run one in. In golf, you just need the best players in the world to show up and play as the best, and you can walk away uh, with a pretty good chunk of change. You don't really even have to do that much work. It's awesome. It is awesome. And so we're going to do a lot more of that content for you all this year. Um, let's start with the recap. So I know it's starting um, late football season. People are more so paying attention to that. It's hard to pay attention to this, but that's what we got you covered. And so we started with the Tournament of Champions out there at Kapalua in Hawaii, won by John Rahm. Now, he made an absolute tear on the back nine. He finished 27 under, shot 10 under the final round. I, myself, was on Colin Morikawa, who was leading this tournament the entire time. He finished in second place, minus 27, only managed to go one under the final day, which was unfortunate. But that is the first of many of the John Rahm victories this year. At the Sony Open in Hawaii, Siwoo Kim, 18 under, the winner. Hayden Buckley, 1,700, finished second. And Christian Kirk, 1,500, finished third. The American Express out there in California. John Rahm, winner, minus 27. David Thompson, minus 26, finished second. Xander and Christian Kirk finished third. Tied for 25th. Rookie Taylor Montgomery finished fifth, 24 under. Uh, Farmers Insurance at Torrey Pines. Max Homa, California Max won, 13 under. Keegan Bradley, second, 11 under. Morikawa, 10 under was third AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Awesome tournament. Justin Rose winning this one at 18 under. <laughs> that was that was a really fun tournament to watch. It was. The party. Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday. Scotty Shuffler wins the Phoenix Open over there in Scottsdale, Arizona at 19 under. Nick Taylor second, 17 under. John Rahm right there, 14 under. Uh, at, at third, and then the Genesis Open at Riviera, which we are coming off of last week. John Rahm, 17 under your winner. California Max, 15 under. Cantlay, 14 under. Finished third. So, a lot of names you've probably heard up there that are familiar. Now, here's the story. John Rahm's won five of the last nine golf tournaments he's been in. Like, he is on an absolute tear. The dude is red hot right now. Max home out in California is really hard to compete against. Dude is super good back in his home state. So we are now out of that. The California swing, we're moving over to Florida. So we're going to be talking about the tournament upcoming, the Honda Classic, giving you a preview there and give you an early Masters look ahead as that is a swing to get into Augusta. But let's start here, Tyson. It looks like John Rahm's unbeatable. This is the question floating around on golf, Twitter, and people are like, man, Rahm won again. Can anyone beat this guy? 
Not when he plays his best. Not when John Rahm's on his A game. Like when this dude has it working, there's not a part of his game that is not only above average, but there's not a part of his game when he's playing well that's not elite. Like, and you can kind of nitpick certain things. Like uh, maybe he's not making enough putts from eight to 10 as you would like, uh, but he's pin hunting. Like it doesn't matter if he, and if John Rahm hits one in, uh, he's short-sighted. Do you trust anybody more on the PGA tour to put that thing close or get up and down from there? Probably not. Not And there's there's better short game players probably, um, but they don't hit the ball. Like he hits the ball off the tee box. (laughs) They don't hit their irons. Like he does Uh, this dude. And I'll say it time and time again. I think everybody uh, in the country in the PGA Tour is lucky uh, that John Rahm was born with one leg uh, shorter than the other one or the club foot or whatever it was because this dude is ridiculous power. Uh, and he figured out how to win a couple years ago, and he doesn't look like he's going to stop for a long time. He's going to get sick of getting these trophies between ma- uh, majors. Last year, early on, it was a struggle for Rahm. He admitted it. It was hard for him to to win. Hard for him to kind of piece it together. He had just had a kid with his uh, with his wife, and so you know, family stuff takes over. And that's a, a lot of these guys on the tour. You know, they start out young, especially nowadays. They get married, they have to figure out you know living with your wife and different things like that. How do you plan on on kind of working around each other's schedules? And I know that happened with Colin Morikawa. Like he came out and admitted, like yeah, it was tough for a while at first. So Rom seems like he settled in, right? He just had another kid. Um, and it looks, and he's playing the best golf of his life right now. I think the question, you know, can anyone beat Rom? I think we have to look at it twofold. I think when he's on and, and if somebody else is on, there's only a few people in the world I think can go toe to toe. Probably, probably five. You could come up with off the top of your head. Scotty Scheffler. Yeah. Colin. Colin Morikawa. Justin Thomas. Yeah. I mean, and then it gets, it gets kind of interesting because you want to say some of the live guys, but we don't know that at, right. at this point in time, like uh, a year ago, you, we could have said Dustin Johnson and we wouldn't have been Cam wrong. Smith. Yeah. And now I don't know how that's going to look. So we got Rory, um, Rory, you got the and point. That's your four. And then you're kind of getting into like uh Memphis Patrick, uh, just, a, just the yeah. whole handful of guys, Homa, yeah. uh, they're good players, right. but Rum beat all of them when he showed up. Exactly. And so I say, and you, you say that about, about Rom, you know, you know, blessed that, you know, he, he was born with uh you know, club foot or whatever it was kind of mess his swing up. Cause if he had a full swing or whatever the case may be, I mean, man, he, I don't know if anybody could beat him. I'll say the same thing about my guy Morikawa. If he could putt, he would never lose a golf tournament because he's the best ball striker I've seen since Tiger Woods. And he just can't figure out the putting. I just don't know what it is. He's going to be. And I think that this is, a little preemptive. It seems like everybody's crowning John Rahm, and I just said that when he's on, nobody can beat him. Colin Morikawa is next up in the PGA Tour, and that's, I think, the way the PGA Tour wants it to go. I think if you put a gun to their head and asked Jay Monahan who he wanted to win the next 10 majors, I think Colin Morikawa would be the name out of his mouth. But, dude, it's getting to the point where, like, he's going to rail off five of these things in a in a 12-start stretch because he is just around the lead. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, coincidentally, Rom is not in the field for the Honda Classic. This is down in Florida. So a, a lot different terrain than what these guys have been used to playing out in California. You got a little bit swampier type of grass, different uh, grass in general. So l- let's take a look at this, Tyson. And, and from a betting angle, um, 
I got a couple stats here that I'll pull out and just some history for this tournament. Not not a necessarily huge field here. Uh, we will pull up the odds as I get it. I'm trying to. I just lost it, of course. Hilarious, but um, <laughs> this is this is like the, the the master swing, and we'll do a look ahead on that as well. But this is where people start to get ready for that type of grass. The different grass you're going to see at the Masters as we get into our first uh, major of the year. But the, I'll start here with the cut line. So in 2017, you know it was even. Next year, plus five, plus two, plus three, plus one, plus two. So it's gotten harder for these guys. And I don't know if it's because there's been a lack of golfer or uh, elite golfer that have been in this tournament. Uh, but but what do you think about that, Tyson, as we start to put together something for our top 20s? Well, this is kind of the most interesting, I think, tournament uh, to this point in the year. And it almost always is. Like, nobody really wants to play the Honda Classic. Like, you just get out of the, the California swing guys are taking a week off. Those top-level players don't need this to retain their card. Uh, so they're kind of just saying, like, screw this. I'm going to go hang out with my family. Like, do you really think Rombo wants to get on a plane this week and fly out to Florida? No. Uh, so the Honda Classic is interesting. And that's why uh, – and we talk about it all the time whenever we do this golf stuff. You have to find guys that have played here in the past and played well um, at these courses in these events to really be able to make money. And this, to me, like when you look at the lines, this field has a ton of top 20, top 40 value in it. Absolutely. And so real quick on the weather here, um, it's going to be gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous here in Florida. 86 degrees Thursday, 87 Friday, 85 Saturday, 87 Sunday. Just just so jealous. I mean, I know you're you're in (laughs) Montana. I'm out here in New York. It's getting a little cold. It's unfortunate. But I mean, they are uh, they're going to be living right now. Here's what I wanted to bring up. Now, the past Honda Classic winners. This is since 2010. So looking at the past 12 winners, the average law, the average price has been 131 to 1. Yeah. So we've gotten long shots here. Now, last year, 2022, Sepp Straka won. He was 125 to 1. Before that, Jones, 80 to 1. I'm forgetting his first name right now. I, I apologize, Mr. Jones. 2020, Sung JM, <laughs> 35 to 1. 2019, Keith Mitchell, 300 to 1. And then you had a, a stretch here when there were some some shorter shots in 2018. JT 12 to one. 2017 Ricky Fowler 16 to one. 2016 Adam Scott to one. Then your bomb in 2015. Patrick Harrington 400 to one. So there, like you said, for that for that value, there's going to be some guys on this board here. So let's let's take a peek as we pull up the odds here. This is courtesy of DraftKings. This is who we have available right now. There is nothing yet on FanDuel out as we were recording this on Monday night. Sung JM is your tournament favorite, plus 900, followed by Shane Lowry at plus 1,400. Those are your biggest names in the tournament. So let's start there, Tyson. Are you, you even interested at all and look at the favorites? No. I mean, I think Sung JM could have a strong performance, and that's probably a top 20 guy. But I don't think Shane Lowry um, is the guy that I want to hitch my wagon to as far as an outright winner here. I do like Min Lee, though. I think that this okay. is like this is a good spot for him. Like. The things he does well suit this field in particular just because like, he's going to be able to get up and down and get around the course uh, maybe better than everybody else around here. And he's he's coming off – he's absolutely been on fire uh, over in Europe and on the DP World Tour. I think he's finished top 12 like his last five events or something like that. Um, so he's he's ready to play. Denny McCarthy is also in that 22-1 to look along with Alex Noren. Now, I have a little soft spot for Denny McCarthy. I love the way he swings his irons. I don't know if I can play him at this short of a price. Um, 
you know, kind of moving on 25 to one numbers here. Matt Kuchar, Chris Kirk, Aaron Wise. Now, I don't know, Tyson, is that even too short for you as well? I don't know. I, the Denny McCarthy thing, I think, like, to me, that might be a top five play if you really want to find uh, good value. I just – he's probably not the best player on tour that hasn't, like, won a PGA Tour event, but he's pretty close. And he's he's playing pretty well um, in this group here, though, on the screen right now. Um, I think at your plus 3000 line, you have just a handful of guys that could win this thing. I'm going to give out Billy Horschel as an official um, okay. a play this week. He's not been playing well. Missed the cut. Um, he's been fin- like top. I think he went top 20, missed the cut, top 20, missed the cut. He's a Florida guy. Uh, and mm-hmm. I think we've seen it with Billy Horschel over the years. He kind of just needs to get reps in throughout the season. Like as the season goes on, Billy Horschel gets better and it might not be good for golf to watch this dude stomp his feet 50 times back and forth before he takes a four foot putt. But I I think uh, the Florida boy gets it done this week. Okay. Uh, JT Poston. That's our guy here. Plus 3000. I, he is not in good form at all. Miscut coming off of last week. Also the same thing at um, uh, Scottsdale Phoenix open Harris English. He had a good round to close. He finished tied for 12th, finished six under on Sunday at the Genesis. And Adam Svensson, you know, he had a good tournament as well. T9 at nine under. So these guys are in pretty good form here. I don't know if I and can I play think, with these shorter prices. I think Svensson was ninth here last year, uh, too. What about Johnny Vegas? You know, 35 to one. He's a guy who can go low. Um, Give me the Canadian. On, on that list, it's got to be Pendrith, right? Yeah, I mean, he can hit the ball far. I, that's but that's I mean, interesting. When you get down here, like you're looking at guys that you're you're kind of trying to talk yourself into, and maybe if you have a really strong feeling. Uh, but this is why golf betting is the best because if you scroll over a little bit um, on the screen, and like look at that, that's top five. There's top, top twenty, five, top ten. Like those are those are good odds all the way across the board. You don't have to cook up a ten leg. You could, you need to if you can cook up a three leg with good value. You're getting um, COV that you just don't see in other sports. Sub Straka, defending champ last year, plus five thousand. Danny Willett, former Masters champ, plus fifty five hundred. Not a bad shot to look here. I'm going to give one out here, uh, Tyson. I'm going to try to scroll down a bit, see if I can find them. Bez, um, Davis Riley. I'm going to hold the Davis Riley sixty to one ticket here. Good iron play. I think that's important at this tournament. If you see the past winners, JT, uh, Ricky, always good. Podrick Harrington's good. Adam Scott, great ball striker as well. I like the way Davis Riley can hit the ball. And I think, you know, overall average, 131 to 1. You know, you're not quite getting that. But 60 to 1 is nothing to sneeze at. He's going to be a play for me this week. So one of the things I think, and maybe you can speak to this a little bit better than me, but like when you're looking for – players on this board and we're talking about outrights here but when you're looking for top 40s you have to be looking at guys who consistently make cuts and that's the that's the info that you need because if you make the cut you're you're in the top 65 Mm -hmm. like we only need to beat 25 other guys to get our top 40 ticket um so if you're going to go out and you're going to try to find a long shot guy to make the top 40 make it somebody that makes makes cuts make it somebody like grayson sick just somebody that's yeah. going to be involved in the tournament later and maybe won't be on TV. 
but when you get down to these 20 to ones, man, like one of these guys very or 200 to ones, one of these guys very well could win the tournament. It's just like a good conscience. Can you go hold a Jason Duffner ticket? <laughs> right. Like, do you want to hold a Ryan Moore at 250 to one? You know, a guy that hasn't had much success, you know, over the, over the time he's been on, on turn, uh, on the tour. And that's what you got to kind of wrestle with. Like, cause it does happen. It's like, do you, can you kind of throw the dart at the right area and see if it lands? And that's, that's the thing too, is like, if you play a 300 to one, um, and then another 300 to one wins the tournament, you're going to trick yourself. And then that's, that's the hole you've planted for your golf betting. Yeah, absolutely. And so those are the two picks we're giving out right now. T- Tyson is on Billy Horschel, Bermuda Billy. Billy. And then I'm going to be on Davis Riley at 60 to one. And the rest of our picks are being the chalkboard app, which Tyson will tell you about at the end. But let's move let's move over to the Masters early look ahead here. So um, obviously we have some time, but it's never too early to kind of see what we can get here uh, in terms of the price. Now, here's your favorites. Here's your favorites early. You got John Rahm. Plus six hundred, Rory plus eight hundred, Scotty last year's defending champ plus twelve hundred. Now Cam Smith's listed on DraftKings. Are these live guys eligible to play? Is that confirmed yet, Tyson? I actually I think so because I think majors aren't technically PGA Tour events, right? So I thought I thought the Masters were, but I didn't think the the uh, British Open or the U.S. Open were technically PGA Tour events. But I could be wrong. Well, we'll have to. Well, Cam Smith. We'll see on, but like guys like DJ that have won before, I think they their lifetime. Uh, that's fair. Yeah, extends, but I I, I think they're all going to play. Man, that's crazy when you're scrolling down this. And the, for those listening, he's got the odds pulled up here uh, from DraftKings on our YouTube. But you're looking at uh, Willie Z, Colin Morikawa, Cantlay, uh, Jordan Spieth, all at twenty to one or eighteen to one odds. Um, this won't close this way. Like th- this line won't finalize like this. Um, and one thing I think that's pretty important when it comes to the masters, you can't pay too much attention to the earlier part of the season, the California part, uh, how guys played in Hawaii. You have to focus more on the three events leading in and then, um, basically who the big dogs are, because it's very rare. And we've seen it a handful of times, but guys don't really just kind of show up and win the masters guys can show up and win the U S open or being contention or show up and uh, go super low at the PGA. You have to have some gumption <laughs> to be able to win the masters. Um, and for as many guys, like I love Cameron young. I don't think he's ready to win the masters. He hasn't had a good season so far either Tyson. And that's, that's yeah. the problem. It's he's not in good form at all. Like just not in good form at all. And we thought this would be a big breakout year for him. And it hasn't gotten there. Um, I think for me, it's going to be really hard to look past the leader, the, 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 the leaders here, the short shots. I think playing Rom at plus 600 is crazy. Uh, you know, if you wanted to say, Hey, I got to hold a ticket because Rom is going to win one of these things. That's another thing His game fits Augusta very nicely. He just hasn't put it together. And obviously this is the one thing that Rory needs to check off. If he wants to complete the career grand slam. Many people don't know if his game's even suited for this. Like he may never win this one just because his game doesn't fit there. And at 800 at plus 800, Hey, if he does it, I'll tip my cap, but I'm not getting involved there. no matter what you text me, you like calling for this. I think so. I just, the way that this tournament's played uh, over the last handful, it's been a little different, I think than the mid 2010s, as far as the way guys are attacking the course due to redesigns and all these other things. I think, Morikawa has a unique advantage just because he's such a better iron player than just about everybody else in the field. 
we're we're starting to see guys like want to play in the pine straw instead of wanting to play in the fairway. Like we want to be um, somewhere with a way to attack a pin. And from 200 yards out, give me Colin Morikawa over everybody else in the field to attack pins. Yep, I'm with you there. Now, 18 to 1, if we think that's going to close lower, which it may very well do, you're going to want to get on this now. I'm not so sure, to be honest with you, Tyson. I don't know how many events he's signed up for in the, in the preparation to Augusta. So He's famous, man. That's true. I want to see. I want to see what that looks like. I just think golf betting is unique in that way, where as the tournament gets close and the people that aren't paying attention um, start coming in, like they don't really want to play tickets on some of these other guys who have played really well this season that aren't that haven't won before. People know Colin's name. They know Jordan Spieth's name. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised at all if if he slides down to fifteen, fourteen. All right. Well, that that's going to do it for our golf. First golf pot, honestly, Tyson. We haven't talked too much about it, but we'll have the rest. And of how we do last year? How did we oh, do we last did year? good last year, man. I I hit I hit five outrights. My top twenty five. I my top twenty picks. I think are my personal best ones. I do pretty much all for plus money. Um, I think the only one I don't do is maybe one around like a one ten, one fifteen. That, but that's extremely rare. Rest are plus money. I've been trying to dial those in a little bit more and. California is hard to dial in for me. So it was good that I got some value, but we did really good last year. And I know you are, you were on the back end. You carried up for my slack. I was good on the front end. You were <laughs> great on the back end. You get lucky sometimes. Like that's, <laughs> that's all it was. I just got lucky, but I think we hit three out of four majors for outrights a yes. year ago. Um, and we had these picks in. Um, I mean, I've text to prove it. I could show them like we had, I think I texted you, um, a year ago, like literally a year ago and said, I'm on chef. And you said me too, uh, for the masters. And so that like, it was good odds at the time. It was better odds a month before the tournament. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And so wh- where can they find all these picks Tyson? as we finalize our Honda classic card? They're in the chalkboard app. It's you can download on the app store or Google play, wherever you get your apps. Uh, we're in there. We're betting golf. Obviously we're betting, um, MMA, the NFL, uh, NBA, NCAA football and basketball, hockey, uh, pretty much anything you can think of. Brad had a wild table tennis parlay um, the other day, <laughs> but it, we have whatever you can think of is in there. Uh, I think Brad is, what are you at? You're at 520 college basketball bets? Something like that. Yeah, it's a little, too, it's a little ridiculous, but hey. <laughs> we're, so, we're, I mean, we're, we're like putting 50s, five, 60%. We're putting the groundwork in um, so you don't have to. You can come tail us or, you know what, if you check the the records in there that are posted um, after every day, like there's no hiding. So if you want to say, oh, man, they're not even close, then fade us and make money that way. But just get in there and engage with us, uh, start a conversation, ask a question, uh, tell us we're idiots, whatever you decide to do. Just hop in there. The group name is The Roundtable, and it's on the Chalkboard app. In the meantime – like, subscribe, and share the show. We really appreciate the support. And if you guys are tuned in for the first time, make sure to like it. If you got a question, make sure to comment. We'll answer it. We'll answer it on the air as well. Contact us on our socials. Instagram's at underscore the roundtable pod underscore. TikTok is at underscore the roundtable pod underscore as well. Then you can send us a tweet anytime over at TRT underscore pod. We appreciate y'all listening. We will talk to you guys soon. Till then. Peace. Thanks for listening to The Roundtable. 
Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. While you're there, please rate and review so others find out about the show. We'll catch you on the next episode of The Roundtable.